Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, we're back. We're black. We're brown. (laughs) Ambition. I don't know what happened to my high note. Hey, Mandra. It's the humidity. (laughs) It's gotta be. be. (laughs) Not that I really Um, had a high note, but it's extra gone today. I know. Well, I was just scribbling down. I wanted to mention I'm I'm one of those people who only like cares about astrology when it has something good to say about me and my prospects (laughs) for the future. But not only is it it's Leo season, but I read that the new moon is in Leo. Okay. Don't ask me what that means. But the new moon is like a certain it's whatever the moon is doing some stuff and Leo likes it. And it's a great time for like business and financial planning. And we're all supposed to be like in a more fruitful kind of, I don't know, energy to have new business ideas or um, money ideas or career stuff. So you guys, if you're feeling like you want to make a big money decision or a big money bet, like today, I mean, this month, it might be the month for you. I'm just saying. But I didn't win the lottery, though. That $1 billion, $1.2 billion. (laughs) Did you play? I played. Did you? No, I feel like you're either, (laughs) I'm either going to play all the time or I'm never going to play. And I just decided a while back, I guess because growing up as a kid, like when my dad would open up the car door, lottery tickets would just fall out (laughs) because they would just be stuffed into the, you know, the little cubby there. And it just never, no, I, I have never played um, I never shout out play only I only play when it reaches something astronaut because I don't pay attention so this is like yeah. the second time maybe I play second or third time when because like I remember before when it reached like a billion and I was like oh so it it grabbed my attention I said you know what I'll do it because it's at, it's at a billion that's a cute little yeah. number and so I <laughs> um I put $20 on it obviously I didn't win um but yeah. it, it they won in Illinois where my sister lives so we called her we were like tell us you won and she was like no but it was like at a corner store next to where she used to live that sold the winning ticket I was like oh, oh dang this close to being a billionaire what a shut up <laughs> 26 it wasn't i thought it was just that one well one one winner won like a billion dollars um yeah. 1.337 billion dollars and we'll probably Ooh. never find out who it was if you won i feel like wouldn't you be anonymous girl would i would you be calling be you from bali i'd be like <laughs> hello i'm in bali don't tell anybody and then bought secretly- bali Right, I'm saying Bali, I'd saying, but secretly I'd be in Mexico lying, talking about I'm in Bali, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Witness <laughs> so, protection yeah, no. for billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> so I, well, I mean, just, I would just leave just so people can, you know, try to like squeeze me for some coin. So yeah, mm-hmm. I the first person I would call honestly is my financial advisor because I'm such a nerd. I'd be like, wait, 
I would set aside some fun money, like maybe half a milli, you know, just a little something. Well, and I guess the then, first question is lump sum or annuity? If I was big... under 30, I would do annuity. Over 30, oh, lump okay. sum baby. Cause it's like, it's a 20 you year payout. This through. Yeah, I did. I was like, you know what? If I get this money, I'm like, cause I'm like, I'm 42 now. So 20 years, I'm like, eh. You know, I'm responsible, oh. so give me my money now. I think that's like six or seven hundred million. That's what I think the lump sum is. Then it doesn't include taxes, which are like at least half that. So you're looking at maybe like two hundred, three hundred million dollars, which is plenty. But Chump annuity, change. if I was under twenty or under thirty, I would do annuity because I don't know I'd had all the my sense yet. So I'd be like, I messed up year one. Okay, okay. Oh, year two. Okay, year two. I messed up. Okay, okay. But year five, I got it. And so that way, every year I have a chance to like, you know. To, to make it right. Mm. So that's what I would do. What about you? I think I would just take the lump sum because I'd be afraid someone would just, someone would miss up some paperwork or someone would die. And then like seven years down the line, no more millions, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't know. And my husband did ask me, we were on like a little road trip this week, weekend and one of the random questions that you ask, he was like, you know, how would our life change if we had a billion dollars? I couldn't think of... I was like, life's pretty good. I guess we'd like get a bigger house. You'd probably have a few Teslas in the driveway. I don't know. Like, um, but if I don't know, I, I it's almost that amount of more. money. I would, I would, I would want advisement. You remember um Amazon, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie. I feel like the what her approach was she seemed to have taken her time, but then very quickly started just like setting up trusts and giving money away and finding out a way to put that money to good use because it would feel like unearned and I would want to give it give it away you know some of it and I would do that yeah I'd still be able to take care of a few generation of Woodruff Santoses I feel like and then (laughs) still want to turn around and do something good with that money because it's so it's so any it could have been anyone you know what I mean like um Anyway, Can you imagine but congrats waking up to whoever and really just being like a school teacher or whatever and being like, let me just check. I, I don't even know. I would just be shaking. Like, <laughs> shaking, I would be shaking. Disbelief. I probably yeah. would have lost a lotto ticket, to be fair. I, I, know, I, I know. Lord knows I'd be like. It would have been in the lit tray in the, in the laundry. <laughs> and I'd be like, wait, where's my ticket? Yeah. Where's my ticket? <laughs> so I didn't even card. know how to play. Where I just was like, go? how exactly? Oh. I hate what when people give me gift cards, I'm like, oh, so you really just don't want me to have anything good. You just want to give I'm that money g- to the company and I'm never going to use it. <laughs> I'm never going to use it. I never I was proud of myself. I was at Target this weekend and by some miracle or chance, I said, wait, I had like four Target gift cards and Those it made five dollar like, ones. Oh, my gosh. And well, just also to yeah. like return ones. And what, and so like yeah. I was whatever I was buying, it was like five dollars by the time I was done. Because, you know, I was not spending five dollars at Target. Uh, <laughs> but I was so proud of myself. I said, Tiffany, this has been years in the making. This oh is my God. years in the making. You've That's got a win. Four yeah, it, I felt so good. I was it went from like sixty four dollars to like four ninety nine. I was like, look at me winning wow. my life. <laughs> I could live off that high for like a month. <laughs> This morning, I needed to get a toothbrush. And do you know what I did do? And I'm very proud of myself. This is how Target gets me. And I think you mentioned it actually during our, oh yeah, shout out to our YouTube live for last uh, last Thursday, recession day. You guys can catch that episode. It aired on Friday. Anyway, I remembered like at Target, they suck you in with the low prices, right? I need a new toothbrush because I lost mine in camping, whatever. And I was like, oh, it'll be cheaper at Target. 
But there is no way in Hades I would go into a Target for one toothbrush and not walk out with 7-Eleven home goods and clothes for Rio and a dog toy for Molly and whatever (laughs) they have in the clearance section. So I went to CVS and I spent way too much on a damn four pack of toothbrushes. And I feel like by spending, yeah, by spending more, by just going to CVS where there's so many fewer distractions, I save so much money. And I'm like, is this it? Is this the key? To, main, to maintaining <laughs> my shopping budget in an inflation demic, I don't know. I know, I know, because apparently we're not in a. Like I said in my live, I was like, it's not a recession, but it's look a recessiony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did have some good news on Friday. That for you guys who have been, we've been trying to tell y'all, don't check your retirement accounts, don't check your your investments. Um, I have not taken my own advice, and every once in a while, because I'm a masochist. Um, I would go and check mine and see just how much money I've lost. But on Friday, all of the major indices, so the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, they all were up. And the S&P had its best month of 2022. It was up 9.1%. So just goes to show, y'all, these cycles are going to happen. It ain't going to be the last time we'll have a downturn. But that coupled with the fact that there's still strong demand for workers. I mean, it's just such an interesting like economic stew right now, but it's not all it's not all bad at all. There's some there's some stuff to be happy about. Speaking of uh, like workers, I was at um what was I at Marshalls? I was in Marshalls and Clark. Um and I ran into I was going to the dressing room. I was like, I saw this woman. I was like, I know your face. She's like, I know your face too. And I was like, where are you from? And so we were like, kind of go back and forth, you know, do that. Like, where'd you go to school? What about this? What about this? And then I was like, where do you work? And she's like, well, I'm a principal at this school um, in Belleville. And I was like, that's where I know you from. I went to my niece, Amelia. Shout out to you, Mimi. Um, that's my mini me twin, my sassy yeah. mini me twin. She um, <laughs> was in kindergarten um, last year and they had like a, a summer concert where it was outside, like on the blacktop and all the parents came. And I remembered her because she was such an engaged um, educator. Like, you know, I didn't know she was a principal. I the time but she was like so loving to the students and like she just seemed awesome and I remembered her um, from that and she was like oh um I said oh you know you know I used to be a teacher she's like you looking for a job and I was like (laughs) I thought she was joking she's like no we are losing teachers like hotcakes honestly (sighs) she's like if you ever want to return she said Tiffany we can't we can't keep teachers if you're looking for a job and I just thought wow like it's a little scary because I don't know if you saw, there was an article that I read like two or three days ago that a teacher in Ohio quit his job after he went to school for five years, got his degree, had his master's, was making $43,000 a year, quit that job to work at Walmart as a manager where he did not need a degree and he's making 53000 So he quit, or 53 or 55, he's making $12,000 more a year as a, as a manager at Walmart. And he's like, I actually love teaching and wanted to teach and to be here for the kids, but I can't afford to live at that level. And so it's just like, what's gonna happen? Like if we don't pay teachers more, we don't create a better environment. This is not like packing boxes, like teachers are essential workers. And so it was a little scary that she was literally like, you want a job? Um, And then the fact that this young man, who's only 28 years old, you know, had to quit like his dream job because it wasn't enough to sustain himself. I was just at, I work with a, I work, I live in a neighborhood with, there's just a little group of moms and several of them are teachers. Um, and to hear them, I didn't realize how many teaching jobs require a master's or like an advanced degree. 
that to me, I'm like, I mean, I understand it, but the pay, the math does not math. And you're so right. I mean, and it's, it's not, it's this generation of, of would-be teachers that I worry about, like Gen Z who are trying to decide their own career paths. How, why would you tell them to go into teaching other than like for the pure love of it? You know, because the pay and this like New York Times front page this weekend was like teachers are strapped now. Teachers prepared for elementary school, trying to carry weapons into school for their own safety. You know, I uh, I, I don't know what we're going to do, um, but I do feel like there has to be some sort of inflection point. And it's all state, right? It's like what states decide to pay their teachers. It's all at the state level. Um, so I not mean, necessarily because there's definitely like um, district by district can decide. Like I remember... At one point, Westfield, right, where I grew yeah. up, was paying like forty, and Newark was paying fifty-five thousand. So it's not. I think that there's um, a basic framework that the state provides, but the districts can make have the final say. Right, because like property taxes all feed into how much you can pay in the lower income places. Get the the least resources, all of that. Yeah. Well, to those educators who are still hanging in there, thank you so so much. I didn't even mind that they raised the fee at daycare this past month. I felt some type of way about it, but I was like, go and give Michelle a raise. This, mm-hmm. She deserves it. <laughs> For okay. real. It's hard. Honestly, huh. Yeah. People don't realize, like, it is so difficult to teach because it's not a profession that you can kind of leave your heart at home. No. So it just weighs, so, like, it weighs on you personally, professionally, emotionally. Like, honestly, like, a good teacher actually loves her kids. Like, you know, especially if you're teaching the little ones, like, you drop your three-year-old. That's our three-year-old. Just so you know. Like, that's my baby too. Like, I love your kid, you know? Like, I pray for your kid. I buy things for your kid. I think about them when I'm at home. And like, you know, I wonder why Rio, you know, seems sad today. Is he okay? You know, I want to talk to Mandy when she comes in to make sure. Like, that's how, like, you know, like teachers who are really invested, how they navigate. So it, it weighs heavily. Like, when kids are not okay, we're not okay either. You know, we worry about your kid. Yeah. So like, that's not your, that's our kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what you're wanting from a really good teacher. Someone that like loves your kid, is invested in your kid. And then, because they're going to notice things maybe that you might not have noticed. And you know, nothing like helps to advance a baby further, like love, like a loving environment, you know? And so, yeah. So just really, really, really shout out to the teachers out there because I just know how hard the job is. Um, if you're at least teaching your little ones, at least you get that love back instantly because, you know, the babies love you right back. So, like, you know, my niece Amelia, she don't tell me she loves me, but meanwhile, Miss Natalie gets cards talking about, I love you so, 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 so much. I was so, like, Mimi, so, where's... So, so much. Right? I was like, where, where's mine? She looked at me like, girl, you're sweating me. This is for Miss Natalie. The day that my child... <laughs> says they love my te- their like, teacher wow i said wow oh, okay but um no but we love miss natalie because you know that me that's that that speaks volumes that she's writing you mm-hmm. like a note saying that 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 she feels loved in that environment and so she's sending that love back so just shout out to the to really awesome teacher teacher well the principals better hope their teachers didn't download the new beyonce album over the weekend because they Child. will be strutting out of that school parking lot <laughs> somewhere else bay has Um, done it again i uh yeah i told myself i was gonna wait until we were taking a little road trip we went to the catskills for our annual glamping trip that i forced my husband to go on (laughs) he loves it and uh (laughs) i've (laughs) 
I couldn't listen to the album with him because he's like not interested in Beyonce. And I was like, I just yeah. can't share this with you. So I put in my AirPods Pro with that noise canceling feature. But I couldn't hear a thing except for the <laughs> except for the music. But then I felt like a dummy because it is so meant to be dancing in the club. It is not meant yeah. to be sitting in a car, ignoring yeah. your spouse and child. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. it's good so time. Upbeat. Take our money, B. <laughs> I know, right? That I'm like, mm. Where's the concert? Like, just just tell, tell yeah. me, like, I'm trying to live more fully, like, live well now. That's, like, my new tagline for myself, my personal self, live well now. Mm-hmm. And so did I tell you that, because, so we all went to visit. Um, I was paid by um, financial institution to fly out to Chicago to speak, and I did. But my sister yeah. Karen lives right outside Chicago, so the rest of us, I was like, let's all go. Um, unfortunately, Tracy couldn't go because he got COVID last minute. So it was mm-hmm. me, Carol, Lisa, the kids, um, Karen and her daughter and her husband. It was awesome to visit them. But I was like, we never got our full on sister like hangout. And we have not done like a sister trip in like since like college, I feel like. Um, and so I was like, I was talking to my sister Carol about it. She's like, we should do something. And um, especially when the summer's out, that way the kids can be like babysat by like grandparents and stuff. And so we decided we are going to see Usher at his residency in Las Vegas. Ooh. I am so excited. I know. So I got the ticket. You taking applications like a- for the Elite sister? <laughs> so like I got us the tickets. Um, my friend Cabral gets like free like hotel rooms or whatever. Because of course he does because he's Cabral. That's just him. And yeah. so he got us like some hotel rooms. So I just got to get our flights. But it is going to be a time. I cannot. So this wait, summer. when I tell you? Yeah. So it's in, I want to say the end of August. We're, we're going on like a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that so sounds we're g- so freaking amazing. Oh, my gosh. Hell I'm yeah. So, because I've heard such good things. Have you seen the Tiny Desk? Usher's Tiny Desk? Uh, yes. Um, I watched Usher's Tiny Desk in his. Uh, I mean, watch this. I know. <laughs> I tried I know. to do <laughs> tried to do an Instagram reel with that, and I felt so dumb. So, anyway, <laughs> shout out to Usher. He still got it. I have seen like the Usher versus Justin Timberlake. Okay. Um, oh, like Twitter that. controversy. They're not actually doing a versus, okay. but I okay. think it was like Twitter, you know, black Twitter trying to see who would who would outshine would other. I, I'm team I'm, Usher. I'm team Usher too. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, JT, yeah. that's, you know, his music is cool, but Usher has been, yeah. well, so has JT, I was going to say since he was a kid. But I'm excited because I feel yeah. like there's an 11 year age gap from the oldest to the youngest of my sisters. And I feel like Usher is an artist that like, despite that age yes. gap, we can all be like, you already know, like, these are my confessions. <laughs> like, no, I mean, honestly, I'm so excited because we haven't done this. So we're going to have like a sleepover in the in the hotel rooms and, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I'm going to, I want us to go like, I've, none of us have been, well, Tracy's been to Vegas and I've been, but I went for a conference so I didn't get to go outside and see like, you know, all that, what what is all Vegas. So I'm going to um plan for us to go like one of those hop on, hop off tours so we could just like, you know, absorb whatever the strip looks like. And so... We're just going to have such a fun time. Excited, excited, excited. Oh, that sounds amazing. I'm glad you guys are doing that. That's so sweet. Yeah, Yeah. I haven't really taken vacation, but I did make time to go to see my sister and my brother in St. Louis. Mm. They had to deal with my cranky butt, but you know, (laughs) family (laughs) is so important. You got to take that time and to do it with your sisters. No kids. No kids. Although I'm not going to lie. My sister Carol was nervous because she did like a test run with the grandparents and so she was like, you know, we'll sleep over tonight. And she said, she just, she's like, okay, you guys watch them. I'll be downstairs doing work. And she hears all this running up and down the stairs. She asked the kids, she's like, what are you guys doing? They're like, playing. They're like, where's grandma and grandpa? They said, taking a nap. She was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> was oh, like, no. 
mommy, you cannot sleep when the kids are here. My mother was like, you were here. She was like, yes, but you're supposed to pretend like I'm not here. Yeah, that's the thing. She can't be there. They're never going to do a good job unless you remove yourself from the situation. Carol told Roman, she said, if this happens when mommy's not here, call me on FaceTime. Call me. And he's like, do not let Amelia go outside. Because see, Roman is like Chucky. That's not such a good idea from from Rugrats. He is very responsible. Oh, I was not going to do anything crazy. I'm like, serial killer Chucky. She's like, no, no. Meaning like, you know, so she's like, Roman is like, no. But Amelia's like, they're asleep. Let's go outside. Yes. She's like, as a matter of fact, let's walk to the park because my parents, their backyard backs into like this big, huge park. And let's pet every dog along the way and chase squirrels. Like Amelia would be outside rolling in the dirt if you let her. So she was like, if that ever happens, you and Amelia, you stay inside and you call me on FaceTime. And so um, they're going to do another test run. (laughs) And there's because we're going. So my my sister, uh, Tracy, Carol and I are going to Invest Fest this weekend. Woo woo. Um, if you guys are not familiar, um, one of our, you know, me and me and Mandy's uh, um, uh, fave podcast, um, Earn Your Leisure, they're having like their uh, conference called Invest Fest, and so I'm speaking uh-huh. at Invest Fest, and um, I'm bringing Tracy and Carol along, so um, they're gonna do a really good test run because Lisa, the baby, is going to be checking in and making, you know, kind of being there, so my parents get a chance to like have a real test run without her there, but with Lisa as the supervisor. Can you imagine? That like Lisa has to supervise my parents. The baby of the family is supervising my parents. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like she just needs to like not tell them that she's there, but just have them under yes. surveillance. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're going to, we all see because she's like, I have other trips I need to take and I need you guys to get it together. We never, because they never really watch the kids. They, I mean, we always go visit, but they never have the kids like by themselves. So we've been Do to see how Do not rely on go. your parents when they tell you, have a kid, we'll help take care of them. Don't trust that. <laughs> Start saving for babysitters and professionals very yes. quickly. Parents age. They're tired. They it's are. not the same anymore. You it's know, not. like I. <laughs> my dad was I, like, yikes. I didn't realize kids had so much energy. Your know, dad's dad like in his 80s. 80s. I know. Yeah. And I was like, you forgot, daddy. Like, it's like, it's been a long time. I was like, yeah, it has been a long time. <laughs> oh, Lordy, Lord. Well, that's cool about InvestFest. So what's that all about? So it is, although like it has invest in the name, it's really a conference. It's a financial yeah. education conference. Ooh, which I love. It's like the foil to the um the other conference that we no longer speak about. Mm-hmm. And so, um the the main the focus one that I'm of going invest- to in September. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go. I have a lot of friends there, Tiff. No, no, no. I'm not. I don't think it's bad that you go to Invest Fest. I'm saying, are you? Yeah. I would be scared to go personally because I feel like I'd be attacked. Um. But no, I'm like, you're going to go without the nah. fear. Not not because um, I think that you shouldn't go. I think that you should go. I'm just like, ooh, cha. I feel like I would be tossed out by my, like, by my neck. Um, well, yeah, 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 yeah. With all this stuff with, yes, all that past history. You guys can go check out some pr- past episodes of Brown Ambition for all that <laughs> tea. But um, no. no, I don't think I, I don't think anyone remembers me. It's been so long. So okay. I'm just going to go and be in the crowd and. Yeah, maybe tell them, tell the um, Disney you world. know, the people that still like me that Tiffany says hi from a safe distance. Because honestly, I do. Miss, what I'm my sure favorite part of that conference was honestly was that, like, honestly, the, there's so many amazing people. Like, that's what's so yeah, ba- awesome about that conference. Yeah, you know, yeah, the parties are really good too. So, Invest Fest is happening um, the fifth, sixth, and seventh, and it is big. I mean, honestly, it's gonna be awesome. Like, they have a VIP night. 
um, with T-Pain. I think he's a musical guest. Steve Harvey is speaking on Saturday. Tyler Perry speaking on Sunday. I'm speaking on Saturday morning. Um, so it finna be a good time, okay? Charlamagne mm-hmm. the God is speaking. Um, yeah, just so many amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, uh, T.I., oh, okay. DJ Envy, Dame Dash, okay. It's just gonna be like <laughs> an awesome time. Um, and oh, so it's not just about investing. Fun. It's, yeah, personal finance specifically for black and brown folks. Um, and, you know, I feel like, you know, a large part of their audience are black and brown men, which I love to see. We love to see it. So shout out to the Earn Your Leisure Guide, Rashad and Troy. And um, yeah, you know, I will report back how awesome InvestFest was. Where's it gonna be? Atlanta? In Atlanta, the ATL shorty. <sighs> mm-hmm. Well, have fun, say hello to Master Tay. I will. All right, well, Shed, you're taking a little break. Well, that's not really a break. That's a working break. But uh, <laughs> let's take a little break and we'll be right back with y'all's Brown Boost Brown Break. Indeed. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay. It's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. 
rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. Booster breaker, booster breaker, I wish I see if you guys watched us on YouTube, you could see how we jam during these times. You know what I mean? That me and Mandy be like, oh, okay, snake it out, snake it out, do it again, work I it didn't out. Feel like I was jamming because I was trying to close some tabs. A little shoulder pop, you know, <laughs> a little shoulder pop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's boosty breaky time. You know, I have not been breaking a lot lately, and I'm not fin to start. Um, oh, there's enough negativity. God, my hopes up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to boost this week. I'm going to boost them. I am going to be like joining TikTok more officially. And here's why. Because I honestly, I wasn't going to really join TikTok. So I'm like, girl, I'm tired. But then um, I realized that it's going to be a really great tool for me and my bonus baby, Alyssa, my bonus daughter, um, to connect. You know, like we were talking the other day and she was like, oh, I really want to make some Yes, I really want to make some money. Da, da, da. And I was like, I had thought about it before. And I was like, you know what? I said, well, I need a TikTok manager. She was like, I'm listening. And I said, um, you know, we, if we could create TikToks, but I was like, you'd have to do everything. You'd have to be the director. You'd have to, I would tell you the subject matter. I want you to do the research on it. You'd have to do the captions, the, the sound, everything. And she was like, girl, say less. Alyssa's been on TikTok before it was called TikTok and it was called Musical.ly. And it was just like mm. a musical platform since so she was like eight. Okay, she has been born for this time. I don't know anybody is more perfect <laughs> to be a TikTok manager than a 16-year-old girl. Okay? And so yeah. she was just like, I was. I, I told her, like I sent her to all these different pages. I was like, check out Mandy's page. She's like, okay, it's cute. I t- sent her to Tori's page. I sent her other financial pages and non-financial pages to kind of get a gauge. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to be dancing on here, girl. Like, it's financial education, but... You know, because I'm not my, my two steps, you know, it's cute for a little shoulder pop, but I'm not really like a, a one to hit it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, y'all don't want to see that. Um, just do so whatever st- feels right. One day exactly you might decide you want to do a dance. So just do the dance at the Lord, time. You know I don't know. Because I'm like, I think people don't realize how little I don't have as much rhythm one as my day, background. It may be you may be moved to shimmy. <laughs> For the TikTok. I mean, shimmer, yes. Okay? But like a whole number. So I wouldn't I, count it out. <laughs> but I'm excited, honestly. So we had our first. So we, you know, first we had to work on pricing. I was so proud of her. I said, look at Liz. I said, okay, think about how much. She's like, how much do I get paid? I said, let's negotiate. Think about You would be proud of her, uh, Mandy. So I told her, you know, think about it. And then come back to me. She said, well, one, I know I don't want to be paid hourly. And I said, why? She said, because when I work for Tracy, you know, my publicist, shout out to Tracy um, Aliche Pior. So she's like, when I work for Tracy, I was very fast. Like she would give me a task that she was anticipate would take me two or three hours and it would take me 30 minutes. And I feel like that I was almost penalized for doing good work fast. And I was like, look at her smarty pants. Yes. And Tracy said that she was like, honestly, Alyssa did great work and she was so fast. I felt bad by how little I paid her. You know, so I said, okay, so not hourly. And she's like, you know, I think I want to be paid per TikTok. And I said, okay. So she's like, you know, I was talking to my uncle. He was like, so I didn't realize this is called anchoring until I spoke to like one of my um, uh, friends who is also a career coach. She was like, I was talking to Uncle Nobby. This is like um, Jarrell's twin brother. And he was like, I told him all that's required. And he was like, what about $80 of TikTok? And I was like, girl, you're bugging. I didn't realize she was dropping that anchor to be like, I know she's not gonna pay eighty, but if I say my real number I'm up going front, for forty, girl. So she dropped it eighty, and I was like, "What?" And she she paused. She was like, "What about?" She's like, "He talking about eighty." Pause, and I was like, "He's crazy." I said, "Is?" And then she said, "Isn't he?" I was like, "Ooh, 
I see what she's doing. <laughs> and she was like, I was thinking closer to 25. So she she made that huge gap for me to be like, oh, 25 oh, okay. seems so low in comparison to the 80 that she initially said. And I told her, honestly, I don't want to spend more than 100 bucks a week. I would like to produce about five TikToks. So what about 20? And she was just like... Let me pause for a moment so I can praise dance. I said, oh, she got me. Because she wasn't expecting 20. She was like, <laughs> so she's going to be doing about five TikToks a week, 20 oh bucks. God, so if she gets I had 100 been coaching, bucks I would have said, go for 50. I know. <laughs> Lenny's like, tell her to call. That's me. a lot of work. As someone who does TikToks on the regular tip, let me tell it's, you, it's work okay. and skill. But you so might, gonna, she should I mean, be up for a raise within a few months. <laughs> and I did tell her that. I was like, that, you, know, yes. you know, if you do a really good job, you can be up for a raise. And then I told her the bad news, which was, so, well, this is not bad news. Good news for me, which is 20% of your money. So if you make your $100, $20, it has to go up. We're going to put it in your, in, you know, in a Roth IRA for you. She's like, what? And then mm -hmm. I said, then, because you're going to be paid as a contractor, 30%, you have to set aside for taxes. She was like, what? So she was like, so if I get $100, I only get 50? I was like, welcome to the real world. <laughs> go back to the negotiation table. Yeah. I know. No, that's, ex that's awesome. So I can't I'm really excited. See yeah. Alyssa's Honestly, I'm not so, like the TikTok part. I'm just like, whatever. To me, it's, I'm, you know, it's, it's going to be fun or whatever. But really, to me, this is because, you know, she's a teenager and to, to connect genuinely, authentically. You know, it's like, how do you find things to do besides go to the mall and go shopping? And so now every mm -hmm. Saturday or Sunday we meet up. She comes to like my co-working space. We have lunch. We talk about boys in school and everything else. And for like, like last, it took us yesterday, maybe like 30 minutes to tape the five. She was telling me like, I did some research about the sounds that are trending and blah, blah, blah. So she had done all this like work behind the scenes. So it was really easy for me just to do what she told me to do. And then we spent the rest of the time just hanging out. And I just, it just filled my heart because I just thought, oh, this is awesome. Plus, I get to sneak in some financial education for her because she's like, I did this information about the recession and how, what it means. And so I think the first one, this should be the sound. I said, oh, my gosh, it's happening. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just really excited. So, like I said, to me, the TikToks are like secondary to like the relationship building that we get to build. So I'm just excited about that. And yeah. she's excited about money, which is good. <laughs> oh, and Mandy, you'd be proud of her because she was like, so... After a couple months of me of me mastering it, I'm gonna make a request that you post on your social and tell people if they live in the Newark area, they can meet us on Saturday and I will do their TikToks for them. And I was like, oh, okay. she's well, already talking shop. about scale. Yes. I said, look at <laughs> you. <laughs> she's like, but they're not gonna get your price range. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I just thought yeah. that, that was really smart that like, cause I it literally the um the place where we were um, uh, taping it, they have so many different backgrounds where you can choose from. So it wouldn't look like we're all doing our TikToks in the same space. So watch out for um, Supergirl TikTok Inc. coming to a, a Newark uh, co-working space near you. <laughs> That's great. And I know that that was one of the things. You gave yourself time to figure that out too. Because I know that in the beginning, after Superman's passing, you weren't sure what that would look like. But it just happened organically. Yeah, it's really beautiful. The best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. And I can't wait. Win win. All right. I'm going to do a quick boosty boost. So I'm going to do a boost for a new podcast that a buddy of mine, he's become a buddy. So this is a guy named Christopher Ramirez. You can see him and call me cat on what is that CBS? He's an actor. So he has a new podcast, which I had never heard of this story. But it, the podcast is called Ruby Rosa. And it is the story of the original the original um, inspiration for James Bond, who was a Dominican man named Ponifer, Ponifer, how do you say it? Ponifero 
shit, did I say that wrong? I'm sorry. Ponifrio or Ponifiro um, Ruby Rosa. And so he's doing like an eight or 10 episode, really engage, like exciting, interesting storytelling. There's a couple of episodes up. So just go check it out. It's gonna be like eight or 10 episodes. And it's the story of the original inspiration. And because he's a Dominican man, you know, I had to take Enrique, um, my my husband, and I took him to Chris's podcast launch party. And it was so fun. And the whole room was full of Latin artists and creators. And there was spoken word, there was poetry readings, it was just really beautiful. Um, and the show itself is just so cool. Because it's not just the story of the original inspo Ruby Rosa, but it's also like Chris's journey as a Dominican growing up in Queens, New York, and not really embracing his heritage and doing that later in life. Um, so if you want something new to listen to, that's a little bit different. I highly, highly recommend it. Ruby Rosa. Oh, I like that. Ruby Rosa. I feel bad for pronouncing the guy's name wrong, but he was a saucy character. Very interesting. Um, no, yeah, I love that. Out. We love it. We stay in the podcast. Good podcast. So. <laughs> Yes, let's lean in. Lean. Ooh, did I tell you? I, I told you I was reading that book, 12 Week Year. Did I tell you that? Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't sure. Did I tell you offline? Did I tell you online? It was on the show. Okay, good. Because then you know, I feel like I haven't given you guys a book reco, reco um, in a minute. So, yeah, so just wanted to make sure, like, yeah, I love that book. I'm really, I finished listening yeah. to it and I'm ready to put things into action. So, is that the one where you were talking about you do squats when you brush your teeth? No, that Habit is stacking. Atomic Habits. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, that was like the same cat. conversation. Yeah, it was the same conversation. But I still am yeah. doing that. And when I tell you, I'm not going to lie, my glutes are this. Okay? They lifting, honey. <laughs> One of our <laughs> listeners responded on IG at Brand Ambition Podcast. She responded and said she does the same thing. She's been squatting yes. while she brushes her teeth. Meanwhile, yes. I'm just like counting. I'm like, dang, I got to do this for two minutes. Two minutes is a long time. I should. It goes faster when you squat. Something. <laughs> I did think about habit stacking, though. I realized that's what I started to do with my my walking. I um I habit stack that. So I take Rio to daycare every day. Okay. So as soon as I drop him off, I just made it a habit to go to the park and do my walk. Love is that it. habit stacking? It did is. It? Because you do something yeah. that you're already doing without thinking about it. Kind of it's like, of course, I'm gonna take the baby to daycare. And then you stack yeah. something new that's not as natural. And so like now it, it's to the point where if I brush my teeth, it actually feels weird if I'm not squatting. Hmm. You know, because then you make like the new thing you're trying to make into a habit, it turns into a habit. So once I get really, really solid in squatting, I'm going to start doing lunges because lunges really tone your legs, but it's a lot. So I'm just like, okay, get used to these squats and then we're going to add on lunges, you know? So I'm like, you know, slowly trying to stack on top of stack. But I'm telling you, like, you know, like how do you make life, you know, um, and, and building new habits just like a little bit easier, you know, by stacking on top of things that you do without thinking about. And so habit stacking. Maybe I'll do kegels while I brush. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right, BA fam. Well, that is the show. We'll see you guys Friday for BA Q&A. Where can they find us, Tiff? They can find us on IG at um, Brown Ambition Podcast. Um, they can go to brownambitionpodcast.com. If you do have questions you want us to answer on the QA of the BA, um, and uh, we are the, the BA Podcast on Twitter. Um, and Brown Ambition on YouTube. We are all over the socials, okay? <laughs> and connect with us. All right. Have fun at Invest Fest. I can't wait to see, hear all about it. Okay. All right. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. 
The Brown Ambition Podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru, and I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host, and I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.